it is Allie Mack here and welcome to this episode of Chasing Wellness. Here is what has been interesting me the entire time we've been dealing with all the craziness of 2020. How is everyone doing? Nobody has an exact same quarantine situation. So I really just want to pull my friends, my family, anyone that wants to talk about their experience and what they're going through. My intention is to make this a series of different people just kind of giving their experience of quarantine and what they're going through. The person I keep thinking about when things are rough for me during quarantine is my sister Jen, who has four children and she is a Spanish teacher for middle school. So she has to teach children virtually and try to get her kids to learn from the house. I keep trying to fix my perspective and just like, um, I definitely don't have it as tough as some people do because I have just been in lockdown or quarantining by myself basically with my two dogs, even though they stress me out sometimes. So 2020, what a year. Um, as tumultuous as it's been, I think so many of us have seen a lot of personal growth. I feel like I've grown the most this year and we are really getting to see what we are made of. So today I'm gonna talk to my sister, Jen who has four kids, like I just said, and has been quarantining with them and teaching students online. And one of my best friends, Alicia, who has also been dealing with quarantine solo. These are two completely opposite experiences that I thought would make for a perfect podcast for Chasing Wellness, just to see the polar opposite situations that people are having. And if I can get more people to open up about their experiences in 2020, we will continue this series of just, hey, 2020, Colin, how you doing? <laughs> Enjoy. Hello. Hi, thank you for taking my call. <laughs> yeah, of course. So I have my friend Alicia on the phone. Alicia, how have you been doing through the pandemic so far? Hey, Allie. I've been doing okay. I mean, I wouldn't say it's been the best of times, but it's not been the worst. Okay, so I know what your situation is, but for everyone else, like, who are you quarantining with? What's your status? Like, what are the basics of your background right now? I would consider that I quarantine by myself. Um, I do have a roommate, but he is in an industry where he can still go to work and he keeps to himself. So we hardly saw each other. Um, so I quarantined by myself and because I got super lonely, I ended up getting a therapy cat for the two and a half months. And that was so nice. And she kept me very, very occupied. <laughs> I love that. You got a therapy cat. <laughs> yes. Because I borrowed a cat. <laughs> well, okay, so would you say, like, you're quarantined, you're pretty much, well, were you working remotely, you think, or, like, not really? I was in the beginning. Yeah. Um, you know, because we started this really, like, mid-March. So, you know, towards the end of March and beginning of April, yes, I was doing a lot of remote work. My job is very flexible where I do a lot of, you know, it's 50% office work and 50% errands. So a lot of the office work slowed down and a lot more of the errands picked up until everybody got settled. Um, and that was like one of the hardest things for me to kind of do was always just keep going, going, going. I didn't really feel 
I don't know the word, but I I felt very um, used, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> What's your day-to-day been? I feel like it's kind of shifted with you here and there. <laughs> yes, and you're witness to it. Um, uh, we did that ab challenge in, what was that, April or May now? I oh, don't my remember. gosh. <laughs> yeah, that was. it felt like a year ago now at this point. But, yeah, that was April. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So that, you saw some highs, mostly highs, but there was a lot of down days. And I think it was mostly just in my head, but it was caused from just not being around my friends and just not having that one-on-one connection like I'm used to and when I want to. Right. Well, I think, I think you and I kind of had a similar experience in that, like, when everything kind of shut down, you and I were kind of like, go, go, go. We got this. We're going to do everything. We're going to be everything for everyone. And then it was kind of like we hit this plateau, like hit a wall. And now we're just kind of like, oh, this is awful. (laughs) Yes, exactly. That's perfectly put. Like, I think we have pandemic burnout at this point. (laughs) Yes, totally, totally, absolutely true. Because I came from when we finally did go back to a normal schedule. I came in with a whole different perspective and um, I said, listen, if this works for you, it works for me. But if it doesn't, then we're going to have to part ways. Right. So um, it was very interesting to have to work on those details. I feel like we both know the worst part of this pandemic has been just that lull where we hit the wall Uh, Maybe that means we need to do another abs challenge or something. But what do you think has been the best part of the pandemic? Is there any silver lining for you? Absolutely. I get to stay in whatever clothes I want all day long. I don't have to wear a bra. I don't have to put on makeup. I didn't have to shower for three days. That was like the best part. In addition to that, because I know that sounds so um, gross, but we have to admit most of us did that. In addition to that, I learned how to make some new cocktails. Oh, nice. That's that's always good. So that's your creative spark right there, some cocktails. (laughs) Yes. Uh, What shows have you been watching in quarantine? Because everyone is leaning on Netflix and Hulu and all those. Absolutely. I... So the biggest show um, that I started watching is The Mick, and that's on Hulu. I started watching The Great. Wait, what's, wait, what was that first one? It's called The Mick, M-I-C-K. Okay, what's that about? It's about an, a sister who was married to some kind of scheming guy, and they got caught by the FBI, and they ran away, and this other, the sister, the aunt, had to take care of now her three kids. And how, you know, it's, it's just like one of your typical sitcoms, like, you're not my mom, you can't tell me what to do. Oh. And then all those, you know, situations. But it's, it's, it's cool. It's a little more um, PG-13 than Fuller House. I'm not watching Fuller House yet because I don't want it to end. I don't want to go through that breakup. No. <laughs> yes, I, I finished that off. Um, it's, of course, you, you bring that question to mind and all of the shows that I've watched are kind of blanking on me now. Yeah, I saw a meme the other day that was like, um, remember when Tiger King came out three years ago? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sadly, I have not finished that. <laughs> I, I kind of like go into several shows 
and I don't finish them. I'm a, I'm pretty good at I'm pretty notorious at that. Actually. No, I I understand that though because for me maybe it's because I'm single, but like if I get through to the series finale of something, it does actually feel like a breakup, and I can't go through it, so I just move on to something else. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we have. Uh, it looks like on the horizon, maybe another spike, like like cases are going up. We're, we're breaking records every single day here in Florida. You're a little bit further south in Florida than I am. But um, yeah. if we get locked down again, what do you now know that you need that you didn't know the first time? I would say probably more of my favorite foods. Um, I've been kind of slacking on cooking at home only because I do like to support my local restaurants. Um, but with that being said, I know that I have gained a little, what is it called? Or are they calling it the, the quarantine 15? Yeah, <laughs> quarantine 15. <laughs> um, but I have been trying to do very quick, easy meals at home. So I want to get more of that stuff if we have to do another lockdown, like my favorite things, buffalo sauce, <laughs> Um, tortilla chips, you know, just quick little easy dinners, lunches, bag salads, that kind of thing. But just for the record, I really hope we don't do another lockdown. Oh, no, I'm hoping not, too. But, I, I mean, I've been seeing it a little bit on social media today. Like, okay, so should I stock up on toilet paper now or what's about to happen? Um, so, yeah. Uh, it's a stressful, crazy, crazy year. That's for sure. Well, Alicia, thank you so much for weighing in on how you're dealing with the coronavirus pandemic. Hang in there, okay? Thank you for having me. Hugs, hugs, hugs. Hugs, Bye, hugs, Allie. hugs. Bye. I'm sure I'll call you later. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Hello. Hi. Hi. It's so weird to talk to you through a microphone. (laughs) (laughs) So now I have my sister Jen on the line. And Jen, you are a middle school Spanish teacher and you have four kids. So as soon as everyone went home, 2020 changed a little bit for you, right? (laughs) That is absolutely right. (laughs) So were you sent to virtual learning like immediately or did the school take time to kind of divide out responsibilities? It was it was pretty immediate. Luckily, in our county, our kids actually have Chromebooks given out to them. So they took those home, and a lot of my course material was already online. Mm -hmm. So we just had to continue doing what we were doing. It was a little tricky as far as assessments and making sure the kids knew what they what they claimed to know. (laughs) (laughs) Were you able to keep the same schedule, or did it run into like the late hours of the night? It was super crazy in the beginning. So I teach six classes a day, Uh and uh, it was really really hard because we had to do each class in 20 minutes and it was a lot <laughs> about two weeks into quarantine they started telling us that it was really hard for the kids to keep up with all of their other classes too okay so they cut everything in half so then I was only teaching three classes a day I had to push all the same amount of material out just to make sure that I was covering all my bases. Right. So the students, what I'm getting is like, the students were kind of like just graded on like maybe half the amount of work, but you still had like the equal amount of work. Correct. Okay. (laughs) Well, so then how would that work though? Like you have four kids at home who were all in school, like, and 
did you have to turn into that virtual learning parent as well? I did. So my kids knew if I'm on the computer, you are also on your computer and you're doing your work. I can hear the sternness in your voice. (laughs) (laughs) Got my mama voice on. Yeah. Yeah. So, but a lot of times, you know, that's really hard for little ones to do. So especially my first grader at the time, he would get stuck and then wouldn't know what to do. So he would wait for me to be done. And then I would teach him. And then after all the kids were taken care of, I had to go and plan for the next day. I mean, I was working until 8 o'clock every night. I know. It sounds like I wasn't working that much. I'm like, oh, yeah, I only taught three classes a day. Um, No. (laughs) But you have to grade. You have to make new assignments. You have to make sure that it's compatible with the platform that you're working on through your school system. It was crazy. I just can't imagine having four kids home and still trying to teach at the same It was kind of nuts, but that was like, it was really important for me to like really communicate with my kids. Like several of my parents after the school year ended, um, ended up emailing me and thanking me that I didn't just post assignments that I got on the computer face to face with them, explained what they should be doing, went over the prior day of what should have been done and showed them the most common mistakes and stuff like that. But apparently the face-to-face seeing me and being involved is what they really appreciated. Right, right. So you were home with the kids and your husband, Chad, my brother-in-law, Chad, um, he was still going to work, right? He was still going to work. He was essential. (laughs) (laughs) Did you make him shower like every five minutes when he would get home? I did. (laughs) The first thing that I I would push him in the shower and said, you can't come out until you are clean. So so what do you think, like, were you ever worried about getting coronavirus? Because you guys are kind of out in the country. So I don't feel like there were, was there a huge number of cases around you guys? When it first came out, I was actually, I was kind of scared. Um, but yeah, there was very little to no spread in our county. So thank goodness. And still continue to have little to no spread. So we are scheduled to go back um, in August. So. Are you going to well, do teachers in July? So. Okay. Are you going to do virtual and like on campus learning? That's what the county has suggested for oh, us. Okay. They, yeah, kind of still do what we were doing. I don't know. You put all those kids back in a building. One person gets coronavirus. It's all going to be shut down. Right. I mean, you know, we're working on operate. Like I've heard from multiple like managers at this point. They're like, you know, I could say one thing right now and in an hour it will change. So just, you know, I I don't have full like cement permanent answers to give you right now. Um, It's also fluid, which is just nuts. But do you think there's been any kind of, like, silver lining with quarantine, like getting to stay home with your kids? There has been so much of that. We, oh, my gosh, sometimes I feel like I am so in tune with the universe and it just does what I need it to do. Because at this time, like, we have four kids and they're all heavily involved in sports. Like, they are very competitive kids. And, um My oldest daughter, she plays softball. My oldest son, he plays travel football. And then the two little ones play soccer. So you can imagine, like, 
what our weekly nights look like. Mm-hmm. We sometimes don't get home till 10, 1030. And then we do it all over again, starting at 530 in the morning. So, oh my gosh. Yeah. So when this all happened, I just got down on my knees and said, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes you just need to sit still. And we had family dinners. We watched family movies every night. We would go down like the ages of the people that live in this house and everybody would get to pick a movie. Aww. Yeah, it was awesome. The best. How did, because Evelyn is five. She's five, right? Correct. Okay. Yeah. Five. Uh, how did you explain coronavirus to her? What did you call it? Like, what, like, what does she think it is? She actually had the toughest time because she didn't understand why she couldn't I mean, and she didn't really have online school, so she didn't have to go to class every day. She did on Fridays, but that was the only day she got to see people. Right. And (laughs) that was really tough for her. And even going across the street to the grocery store, um, Mom, I want to go. And no, honey, you can't. And she said, but why? I said, because of coronavirus. She said, the what? And I said, it's the sickness. So we refer to it as the sickness. (laughs) For forever and then she kind of understood like oh i can't go to the gas station with you because of the sickness and yeah I and then she that. would say i, I don't like this sickness oh. <laughs> needs to go away well evelyn was so excited to be able to like go to school in general watching like her brothers and her sister go to school the last couple of years and then she finally got to go and it all got shut down Exactly. And this was her first soccer season, too. So she was really excited about that. Yeah. Poor little girl. (laughs) I know. It's so tough. You you know, it's tough on us, but they really have no idea what's going on. So I mean, they can't even wrap their mind around it, I'm sure. No, I mean, nothing like this has ever happened. So us adults are sitting scared and they just, I don't know. I know you're like, everything's going to be okay. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. That's exactly right. Yeah. Um, so what shows have you been watching? I'm selfishly asking because I feel like I finished every single streaming service at this point. <laughs> Let's see. I did Ozark. Okay, done. 13 Reasons Why. Uh-huh. I did. I finished the new season of Riverdale. And all of these, my husband is very excited that I'm done and over with them. <laughs> he doesn't want you to watch The Office House. again. <laughs> Emma's on The Office right now, so that's not gone. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I don't, since your area is pretty sparse with COVID, I doubt you guys will mm-hmm. get locked down again. In my area, we're, we're spiking a little bit. So I, I'm starting to stockpile a little bit. Um, if you were to get locked down again, which I don't think is going to happen in your area, but if you have to go through quarantine again, like what do you know now going into like a second quarantine? Do you know you need the most, whether it's like snacks or um, certain types of like books or what do you what did you guys just love to um, either eat or do the whole time? That's really funny. Um, the only thing that comes to mind right away is that toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> Because when it started, we accidentally, we Amazon Prime our toilet paper anyway. Yeah. There's six, pe- six people to live in this house, and to carry that much toilet paper throughout a grocery store is absolutely embarrassing. So, <laughs> we, 
we just get it shipped to us, but we had accidentally pushed that we needed it twice. So during the quarantine, when everybody's screwing around for toilet paper, that was something that we had an abundance of. So it was, that's funny. Oh my gosh. This, I'm still waiting on toilet paper from um, an Amazon shipment from the first quarantine. We'll see if it ever gets here. <gasps> oh, wow. It probably got canceled. I've, I, Here's the deal. In my area, you couldn't order it. So I had our dad order it since in y'all's area, you could order it. And it's mm-hmm. still not here. And he gives me daily updates. No toilet paper. No toilet oh <laughs> like, I have found of a resource. It's okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm, oh, if it had been a problem, I would, <laughs> but at this point, <laughs> I would have let you know. It's okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah, besides that, we are pretty easy people. There's nothing that we like needed. And it sounds stupid, but we had each other. So. We were fine. I know. That's that's what I keep thinking about. I'm like, I am so low. This is awful. <laughs> like, it's so, like, can you imagine, like, if you had just gotten into a relationship and you got quarantined with the person and now you have to, like, figure out all the relationship stuff, like, all the embarrassing stuff, maybe pass gas in front of them for the first time. I can't imagine being one of those people. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah, we are way past that. So I've had a lot of time to think about this. My kids are probably way too comfortable. Well, I appreciate you talking to me a little bit about your experience. I just feel like everyone's having such a different experience with coronavirus. Um Yeah. So for sure, I think for it's sure. so interesting just to talk to people about what they've been doing. So thank you for taking some time today. Of course. Thanks for having me on.